Hi there, friends. This is Marie, the SLP, back with another installment of Thanks, Morris. Today, we're talking all about collaboration and inclusion, and I have the privilege to be speaking with two of my very good friends and colleagues. They are two teachers that I work with, and we are talking all about what collaboration looks like for us, why it's so effective, and what can make it really beautiful and beneficial for our students. And then we're also talking about our preschool program, which does practice full inclusion and why that is such a beautiful thing for our students, whether they are on an IEP, an individualized education plan, or when they're not on an IEP and how the learning can go both ways for them and for us as their teachers. So please help me welcome Christiane and Christy. Ladies, thank you so much for joining me in this. And um, for all of you speech pathologists, service providers, teachers, and parents out there listening, I hope that this helps inspire you. I hope this um is something that you can use when advocating for your kiddos and the learning that they can be doing and the teaching that they can be doing as well. All right, hello. We are here with two of my very good friends and colleagues. Oh, awesome. I just got an update. What? Did you hear that? No. Oh, (laughs) I shouldn't have said anything. It's okay. Awesome, well, this just makes it more organic. Uh, but I'm here with Christiane and Christy. Yay. Thanks, friends, Hi. for helping me with this. Um, uh, so, I mean, I guess I don't need to go too far into introductions because we're going to talk about what we each do uh, at work. But uh, Christiane and Christy are two of the teachers that I work with. They are co-teachers. And um, not only because you're my friends, but because you're such a just great example of what co-teaching is. I wanted to have you on here and talk about our program and talk about what makes um, a good collaborative team because I feel like, I mean, I've only, I've worked with a few different teams now, but I feel like on our site, our preschool program has just such a good um, foundation for collaboration. And so I think it's important to share. So welcome. Thanks. And thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so I don't know if we want to, I guess sounds like an IEP meeting, but I guess if you kind of want to like, um, Christiane, if you want to go first and just talk about like what your role in your classroom is like maybe to you, um, and like what your title is obviously and why you're in the classroom. Okay. Um, okay. So I am early childhood special education teacher. Um, so what I do is to provide the specialized academic instruction minutes to each of the kiddos that have an IEP in the classroom. Um, but our classroom is ran so like collaboratively that we kind of support both sides of the kids. So gen eds and special eds. Um, but my job is obviously to modify, um, and adapt the curriculum, um, to make it attainable to these kiddos and to, um, individualize it so they can reach those, those goals. Um, while being included in the classroom. Awesome. Thank you. And then Christy. Okay. Well, I'm Christy and I am the early childhood education teacher. I guess we're called the general education teacher of the classroom. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I feel like I have a hard time like describing my role because I feel like we're, we all work and do the same thing in the classroom and we don't really, you know, obviously Christiane is the specialist and she knows 
way more than I do, but we all try to do it all together. And, um, you know, I just bring the general ed perspective and um, how the children learn in a, at a general ed level, I guess you would say. And, um, and then, you know, we work together to make sure that it works for all of the children in the classroom as well. I think it's hard to, sorry, to describe it because I just don't look at myself as just yeah, that. right in there. Like Christy's like, Hey, I mean this token board, like, Oh, how about yeah. this? Like, it's just, I don't know. It's hard to describe our roles because I feel like yeah. wherever we're needed is what we're needed or to support each other to make the day go smoother. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And I think that's the whole point. And I'm like, we can just end it now with each other. Like not, <laughs> not making, like, I don't want Christiane to ever feel like she has the whole load of, just the special education children because I feel like I know those children almost just as well, you know, and for all the kids. So I love that. And I think that's kind of like, that's what I like about and that's why I want to talk to you guys. Cause I feel like the whole point is like, we're not sitting here sticking in these, like sitting in these boxes and yeah. you know, so you work with these kids and we'll yeah. yeah, yeah. Christiane doesn't have, you know, all the kids on an IEP over at her center table and Chris, like mm-hmm. everybody. And that's what we'll talk about, like our inclusion program, because it's like, it's not just for the students. Like, or we don't just practice it at the level of the students, but we practice it you know, at the level of the teachers too. And I think that's what makes an inclusion program, a true inclusion program, and not just trying to implement these like strategies of inclusion. Um, Because, and I will say like, I've walked into other classrooms um, that claim to be inclusive, not on our campus, but um, in other districts and other campuses and have seen like, okay, but it's, yeah, on paper it says inclusion, but it's not really being run like an inclusion program. And as the speech pathologist, like I've learned, it's so funny because my first year um, after grad school, people would be like, oh, you're the speech teacher. And I'd be like, no, I'm the speech, I'm the speech pathologist or I'm the speech therapist. But I have like in the two years I've been in our program, I have, I am like ready to be called a speech teacher Mm -hmm. because to me, it's like, no, that's who I am. I'm just, I'm a teacher. I come in, the kids know me as a teacher. They don't see me as like, you know, oh, that weird lady that takes the kids away. Like I'm in the classroom with them and I try to be as collaborative as I can and just work with all the kids, you know, (laughs) the way that we can. But I, I don't feel like an outsider walking into your classrooms. I just feel like, oh yeah, I belong in this classroom. I belong in the next one and I'm all over the place. But the kids see us all kind of the same and we're there to help all of them. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, it starts with us. So, and I think the best compliment we like receive when people come in um, is when they say you cannot tell which kiddo is on an IEP, and you cannot tell which which role is the teachers. Like, um, meaning like you can't tell who's a gen ed, who's a special ed. You can't yeah. like you know you can even, the, even like, maybe the aides. Like yeah. nobody knows. Yeah, because everybody's hands on. Everybody's in there. Everybody's not picking and choosing. Like you know, it's obviously. It's, critical important to work on those certain um goals and to give that extra support but I love that I hear that you cannot pick out um yeah who has an IP and which role the teachers are in the classroom I think that's a great thing to have yeah I uh, I totally agree um and in talking about that too like in what you know, roles that we do play. I mean, obviously, like I have a specialty in something and I can bring in, you know, certain strategies and visuals for kids that 
I might find work when I'm in a uh, more intimate environment with them. Um, but it's so important to feel like confident and comfortable in going into your guys' classroom and just being like, Hey, try this. This really works. Um, and having that be received. But then on the other side, you know, yeah, I'm the communication specialist, but you guys are in the classroom with the kids more than I might see that because I have other kids or I might be in other classrooms. And it's so awesome. Like for Christy to be like, Oh my gosh, you know, Johnny was using his, um, his turtle speech, you know, and she like, you know, to hear you guys say that to me. And I'm like, Oh, we're all speech therapists now. It's so yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. But that's the beauty of having you just across the way. Is I know. Well, yeah. and we can chat about everything super, super easy. Like, Oh, this is going on in the classroom. What do you think? Like, should we do this? Should we do this? And mm -hmm. I just think that it's, that's what makes our program. Yeah. And no. Model it for us or give ideas to us. You know what I mean? Like it just yeah. goes smoother because, um, well, I think it goes with that communication too of making sure that we are all on the same page and that yeah. works for each, you know, different ideas of brainstorming what works. And then you could come in and you show us and our, like the staff, like that's what's so helpful too. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Just even having your like speech trainings and things like that. So yeah. Um, everybody has different tools to use in the classroom too is so helpful. Yeah. And I love too that, um, you know, cause you guys, I guess, well, every one of our classes has at least two extra instructional aids mm -hmm. and it's so awesome to feel, to have them feel empowered to also be teaching in a sense and not, you know, I mean, yes, their title is instructional aid, but it like you guys give them such a, like a good foundation for like, you know, you're going to run this academic center today. And they love that. And then when they, they, when I walk in the room, they ask me questions about how to help a little girl under or how to help her use longer sentences. And I can give those strategies. And two days later I walk in and they're using them. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that's really important to note too, that, you know, in these, um, classrooms with kiddos that are on IEPs or not, whether or not they are, but when you have instructional aids, that collaborative approach is so important in empowering them. Absolutely. Our, our program would not run without, yeah. <laughs> like they, you know, they help, they do so much behind, like, you know, behind the scenes of making the day get ready or helping us, um, or knowing which little kid needs this. And any kid doesn't even have to be a kid with an IEP. Like, you know, just knowing, I'm trying to, like, that motherly feeling, too. Yeah. I yeah. Like we have um, more of, like, the little personal, some of the little personal, more personal relationships with yeah. the kids, too. And they know, like, um, exactly how they like their snack or, um, you know, <laughs> things like that. Yes. <laughs> Doesn't like juice. Yeah. Can't, you know, all of that stuff. So I feel like they just, yeah, they bring, I, I agree. They bring, like, a motherly feel do. to the classroom, you know, make it really homey. Well, yeah. And I, I like how you said that. Like, I feel like they get to see the littler things that sometimes we don't get to see because we're so mm -hmm. busy trying to keep the day going, which I mean, they're keeping the day going too, but they are able to see those little things that we don't always see. Like, mm -hmm. so it's always nice too. like when I write goals or things like that, asking for all their opinion, because yeah, they see things that I don't see or like, no, they did that last week. Like, and it's kind of, it's so nice to see everybody's kind of input on that too. Yeah. Yeah.
I know I was talking to on my um, episode a couple weeks ago now I got to talk with Jennifer and you guys know Jennifer um, because she's our TK through fifth grade SLP on our site we have a lot of fun uh, fun people on our school site we're so blessed Um, but uh, we were talking about speech language pathology assistance and how important it is kind of like with instructional aids like how important it is to just again include them in everything because they're seeing the kids sometimes and like you guys said about the aids they see like little things that maybe we miss um because sometimes like i know i'm so focused on making sure i get data because progress report time is coming and you know if i'm writing the progress and i kind of i'm like talking back and forth with um my slipper she might be like, well, no, actually they're doing that, Marie, you know, and, and let me tell you on our walk back to the classroom, he said, da, da, da. And I'm like, oh, didn't know. Like, um, so it's, you know, and like, I like to have my slip as like you said, Christiane with the AIDS, like they can help write goals. Like they can at least give input. I know their name's not on it, but they work with the child and they see them growing and they're just as important. I wish about having so many people in the classroom too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just having all those eyes on all yeah. the kids. Um, they're learning from so many different people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know, I guess what in like a couple sentences, what would, what in your eyes makes, and I, I guess we kind of touched on it, but if you had to give like bullet points, mm-hmm. what makes collaboration between, um, kind of having that general education perspective and special education perspective work? Because I think uh, some things really go get missed when trying to make that communication and that collaboration work. And so I'm just curious what you think is like, like if you think about um, even just the three of us or like when I come into your classroom, what just seems to really make it stick? Because I feel like we do have good thing going. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, should I go first? I don't know. Sure. Um, I think that it's just, we all have such respect for each other and our individual specialties or whatever it is. Like we all respect each other as in profession and in, and like real life too, you know? Yeah. So obviously have our friendship, which is great. Yeah. (laughs) But, but yeah, I think it's just our foundation, I think is respect and communication. And I think those two things are huge, especially yeah. in the world. And especially, especially for the kids where we are, we're not in, in this for just ourselves. No, we're in this for the kids, you know? So at the end of the day, like we can have differences and things like that, but we want to make sure that we're giving our best for the children. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, I don't know. Yeah. No, I like that. I love that. I didn't like the whole respect thing. Like, and I think too, yeah, we have a really, you know, we've become such good friends in the last two years, but Mm -hmm. we started out as colleagues. And I mean, you guys didn't know me when I first started, you guys had established, you know, your classroom um, kind of environment. Well, sort of, because you guys were just starting teaching together too, but you'd work together and you kind of knew how each other worked and you didn't know how I worked, but you were so willing to, um, I felt so welcoming to me just first off and so open to my ideas and you respected me as a professional and as a peer before anything else. And, um, 
and then, you know, we just figured out we all just love each other anyways. <laughs> um, so it just makes it that much more fun. Easier. Um, yeah. yeah, definitely. But regardless, you know, like I feel like for the most part uh, at our site, like, well, I might be closer with you guys just because that's the way life worked. I still have a really great professional relationship with other teachers and I'm able to, again, go into our classrooms for in our program and feel like I'm an equal and, um, and we're including everybody and all of that. But yeah, I think that respect part is it's really good. <laughs> yeah, I feel too, like, and like you said, equal, like I think just knowing that like the equality of all of us, um, I feel like it's critical and important that we really value each other's like opinions um, mm -hmm. and each other's ideas and each other's experiences. Mm -hmm. um, and I think too, which I don't, I think it is because of our friendship, um, we all have similar hearts and thoughts. So I feel like it flows so well as yeah. because, um, at the end of the day, we all want the same for these kids and we yeah. all are willing to put in the work to make it work. Um, but I think overall just communicating and just being respectful of each other um, and just really, you know, using each other's ideas and um, yeah. you know, everybody giving their, you know, ideas or opinions to make it go smooth, um, I think is what really helps run the classroom. Yeah. Collaboration. Yeah. yeah. No, I think. Definition right there. That it is. Yeah. I think trusting that like other people can bring new perspectives and they bring value with them. And then you have to also like, like I know I want to walk into every classroom and be like, okay, what, like, first of all, what's my why? I mean, my why is the kids mm -hmm. um, and the goals that, you know, my kids have. And and it's funny because it's like not just my special ed kids or not the kids on my caseload, but all the kids in there are growing children that are learning. And it's so fun to get to learn from them. Um, and so just remembering that I can help them too as a teacher, as a credentialed human in that room, I'm allowed to do that. Um, and just even by setting a good example or talking about kindness is so important. But I think too that like what, what value am I bringing and again, like, even if it's just, you know, during Thanksgiving time and I'm walking in to jo join your feast, I can ask them what they're grateful for and just have a little lesson moment or something. But um, yeah, I think those are, those are really good points. And I've, I kind of was thinking too, like, as you guys were talking, I'm like, these would be good things to remember if you're a part of a team and maybe that collaboration isn't quite there yet, um, you know, in terms of like, well, you know, if, know, if there's a teacher or speech pathologist listening to this and they're like, well, I want that. I want what they have or whatever. Um, you know, I would definitely recommend like just remembering your why and what and and kind of how you can communicate with the team what that is. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I I can't imagine having to walk into a classroom and not have, you know, kind of the ability to be able to um feel like a team member in there so right. definitely yeah but yeah. hmm I lost my notes uh-oh I have to improvise oh. <laughs> oh man well I was thinking too I mean you know all the obviously all the children love when you come into the classroom they all know who you are and I just feel like that uh that you do such an amazing job of also including the gen ed kids and um, teaching your, the kids that you have on your caseload. So I feel like you've made 
a lot of the children super helpful for the other children. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, hey, this is your buddy. Like you guys can do stuff together and mm. um, this is your model. Like you bring them into your therapy sessions as well. So I feel like I love that. that's only, that's not only confidence boosting for the kids on your caseload. It's also confidence right. for those standard kids in the classroom too. They're like, wow, I get to help my friend. Yeah. And I don't know. I think that's really special. Aww. You know, thinking about two in particular right now. <laughs> uh, yep. <laughs> no, I know. And I think that, you know, it's like, okay, if we're going to, um, if we want to do what we want them to do, so we want these kids to be helping and modeling for them. Um, I always think like, oh yeah, I need to remember, I need to be that person too. And, you know, outside. So it's a good reminder and it's a good kind of like, I don't know, perspective that I try to bring or have. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Hi buddy. <laughs> um, <laughs> we have a guest. <laughs> Oh my gosh, okay. So cute. Um, awesome. But yeah, I, I, I feel like I always do that at the beginning of the year. I kind of like scope out, okay, who can I pair with who? Like, like a little matchmaker. But I always, I enjoy it because I do, I want those, um, I want to start that like whole thought process for the kids, I guess, and perspective for the kids that, you know, nobody's like, it doesn't matter if maybe, um, we've got a, you know, we've, we've had some biters and we've had some behavior kids and, oh, well, like that's life. And those kids are here and sometimes they need a little bit of help. And sometimes like I love, um, and I won't name names, but you know, we have a student who's nonverbal who works on uh, making choices with pictures and I've enjoyed getting to pair him with another, uh, other students and whether they're um, on IEPs or not, but maybe a little bit more verbal or at least able to, you know, point to the pictures and model that for him um, because the students that get, they get so eager to be like, I want to help him today, you know, or um, so I love getting to see that and be like, this is why we do it. Like, because now these little preschoolers, they're like, they don't have like a tunnel of like, oh, well, they're different. They're like me and they're a little bit in between. Like, they're just like, they're all my friends. And exactly. I want them to, to go ahead. do have come to get them for speech. Um, and it's okay that they go to speech. It's okay for us to say that, but I feel like yeah. not like, um, like so-and-so's going to speech now. Like, I feel like the kids just, it's like a, how do I explain it? It's just like an acceptance and I want to go and I want to help out. Yeah. yeah. You know, versus um, they're just being pulled out away from their friends for a little bit. Like, I feel like it's, yeah, like, the transition to speech is inclusive. Like, I don't yeah. know if that's possible, but like, no, I know. It, it is. It almost, now that we we're talking about it, because I have one little guy in another class who all year he would, he was, I want to go to beach. I want to go. I want to go. And like, he doesn't, he didn't know. He just knew that I was a speech teacher and he knew I would come in and work with them in class sometimes, but like he wanted to go so bad and it ended up that I, um, they wanted him tested. So he, <laughs> the day he got to go, I, you know, I came to get him. Oh, it was the best thing. Oh my gosh. He was so excited. Oh my God, you're I'm going to he was so, oh my God, the whole way. I really go, I go with you. I was like, yes, you're coming. 
<laughs> we're on our way. So um, but I just was like, you know, we should do like a tour at the beginning of the year. Because I do wonder what's over there. Is it speech or is it the beach? Yeah. <laughs> I really want to know. And I know. I've thought about doing a beach theme, but that's so unoriginal at this point. Um, in the classroom, like making an actual beach, but so many speech teachers do that to where I'm like, eh, I'll let them make all the cool, you know, I don't know, wallpaper things. I can't do that anyway, but, (laughs) but no, we should totally do like a center in there at the beginning of the year or something and just have like me and like one of you or a couple instructional aides. That'd be really cool. Sunglasses. Yes, and how cool would it be for those kiddos that that is their room, their time with you? Yeah. Confidence booster, like, look, come look what I get to This do. is my room, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Let me show off for you. Let me show you what I could do. Yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. We should, we'll have to do that, you know, once we're back in school. Yeah. Whenever that is. <laughs> Whenever that is, you know. Oh, man. No. I think that would actually, that would be really cool. We'll have to do that. It'd be super cute. Um, well, yeah. And then I kind of, I know we've kind of like gone in and out of everything and we've, we've this conversation along. Um, but I do want to talk a lot too about like our, our program, our preschool program is amazing. Um, there's none other like it in so far from what I've seen. (laughs) Um, it was funny. Who was I talking? I forget who I was talking to the other day, one of our teachers, I think, but we were just after an IEP meeting, like, like we're so awesome. Like our preschool program is just so good. (laughs) But, um, so we have an inclusion preschool program and, um, I've heard this both ways. And so Christian, you might be familiar with this because I think we might've talked about this, but would you say we're like an inclusion program or Christy too, would you say we're an inclusion program or we're a program that practices inclusive or like has inclusive practices? Have you heard that like that there's a difference? I have. um, I would say we're an inclusion program. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah, because I feel like it's true inclusion. Like, yeah. Like half and half, half and half. teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, half, when I mean half and half, I mean half kids on an IEP, yeah. half kids. Yeah. That, I don't like using this term, but whatever typical means. Like, you know. I know. I hate that term too. <laughs> yeah. I, so I always kind of quote it. You can't see it. But, uh, so that's some of those typicals. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I feel like that's what makes us truly inclusion. Like, I, yeah. That and then like, yeah, like you said, like there's no, I mean, really the only time there might be a difference in their day is when they get pulled for speech. Uh-huh. But even then, like we talked about, I try to make sure that like I'm in the classroom and we have a cool model, which uh, of services that I can provide um, once a month in the classroom. So that way I'm working with all the students and all the students get the benefit of extra language because who doesn't need that? Um or it's, it's just awesome to get to do that and work and work in the classroom. But, um, yeah, I've always like, cause I remember I heard the difference between those two before I started working for our preschool program. And I was always like in the last two years, like, wait, so are we like just inclusive practices or are we like full, like we do full inclusion, but curious what that means. Because our kiddos are considered in a genetic placement. Yeah. Right. And because you're both in there. Mm -hmm. Um, we're both in there literally the entire time together and I 
that's true. Yeah. That's and your co and your co-teaching. In the last two years then? What? Wow. Because do you think it was before? Maybe not. Maybe it was inclusion program. I think so because we always had the even amount of gen ed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we always had both credentialing, I guess. Oh yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I just know I love it. And I've dreamt of an inclusion program like this and, and exactly everything I have ever dreamed of. Yeah. You know, (laughs) I just can't imagine like going, um, leaving this program. Like I can't imagine I can't either. Going back to working in elementary, I will tell you, uh, the caseload might seem a little bit less intense for a speech pathologist in uh, elementary because because our elementary school SLPs are not part of inclusion programs unless they are, um, well, they're really not because some of our school sites in our district do have um, like special day classrooms but where kids might be mainstreamed, but the SLP isn't doing the same like push in and like, like hardcore collaboration with the teachers like we do in preschool and in our preschool program. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, if you know, I, I mean, I don't mind saying it on here, but I was offered a couple weeks ago to go back to elementary school because there's an opening there and they just wanted to offer it because I'm on the list of you know, people that have worked maybe because I've worked in elementary before. I don't know. But just the thought of it, I was like, no, I love our program too much. Um, I love working with the littles too. They're just amazing. But yeah, I couldn't. I, I think I'm too jaded. Uh-huh. <laughs> I can imagine being like, um, not being so collaborative with like the teachers that. Yeah teachers that you're working with you know no No. it's it's so important and I love our our the fact that our program um does put that huge emphasis on collaboration makes I think the inclusion possible because we have kids that are you know they're not on IEPs and then our kids that are on IEPs there's a huge kind of um uh what's the what scale or like range of um, where they're at developmentally. And so, uh, you know, we do, we, we put lots of time and effort into making sure that every kid has what they need and can access, you know, um, whether they're just working on social, get be, you know, being social with peers or whether they're like, they've got great memory skills and we're trying to, you know, get those behaviors in order or whatever it is, but. I will say that um, I've taught Mod Severe um, mm. about five years. I did Mod Severe and at a different district. And then um, for a year at this district, I like, I think, I know I always say this because it, it just blows me away. The amount of growth I've seen on the same students that were just strictly in a Mod Severe class versus when they went into the inclusion class the progress on their goals and growth they've made like is unreal of how they've had, we had so many, um, I think because we had the support of a gen ed and special ed teacher, we had the collaboration that we had the speech pathologist just across the way, which we had that for, um, when they were in the monster. Sure. But we had those peer models that 
saw their peers, they saw the other little people that looked just like them, you know, same size, same age, doing something. And that was their, um, what am I trying to say? That was their motivation. Motivation. That was their motivation, their desire. And just to see, I I hate to even say to see the the acceptance because I don't think that should be even a question. Like I know regardless, but just to see that on both like sides is like unreal. So I, yeah. Yeah. I don't even, it's not just like acceptance. It's just, I think it's just us being able, or, you know, even their parents being able to teach them how, like that these, this is just another life. Yeah. Yeah. As a child, you know, and it's okay. Everybody's different. It doesn't matter, you know, what you look like, you know, any of that. It doesn't matter. Yeah everybody's different and that's that's it like I feel like there's no more explanation that you really need like Uh and that's okay yeah and and Christy I love that because sorry I didn't mean to cut you off but um because yes it's so it it is so amazing and you see so much more progress with those peer models for our kids that are you know working on their IEP goals um I mean communication wise like at the age they're at or really any age like communication is driven by like the motivation and the enjoyment and engaging with another person mm-hmm. and so to have a peer model um that a child wants to engage with I mean I always joke with parents but when I talk about you know maybe I'm changing a, a kiddo's service to a more push in where I'm in the classroom versus pulling them out and parents are like wait you're taking away their services I'm like no but you know what their peers do a better job than I do <laughs> <laughs> and, and like I totally am like knocking down my degree but um no but it's I just so have good. to explain that they want to be with their peers and they want to learn from their peers before they want to learn from me but then on the other side of that like the things that are kids that maybe do have some differences um like bring to the table and like I mean my students are my best teachers and if they're my best teachers, like how amazing is it that they get to be the teachers for their peers and teach them about how they see the world? Um, I don't know. Yeah, so, learn yeah. from each other. It's not just a one-way street. Don't, I, I love it too because the beauty of this, and I think we don't, we don't allow it either. They don't really see the difference from, yeah. Most, you know, like, you yeah. know, just little things that, that they say, like, you know, um, that they don't see, they see their abilities, not their disabilities. Exactly. You know, exactly. Like, how to be a compassionate person. Yes. Like, just love everybody for who they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's, I know. I know. It's so hard to talk about them and be like, oh, like, <laughs> they're just so amazing. Yes. They are. I yeah, I do feel really blessed to be in this program, and I yeah, yeah. I know. And I remember a couple of years ago, we had um, a child that was nonverbal but used their eyes a lot to communicate. And I'll never forget one of the Jenna kiddos said, oh, "Look at her eyes! Is telling us that she likes it." Mm-hmm. For a four-year-old to pick that up, like, mm-hmm. and I, I'm like, that's that's love. Like that's yeah, you know, that's acceptance, and that's. That's beauty. And there's no filter. Like there's not this, you know, oh, she's different because she doesn't walk like me. It's 
she's, she's, yeah, she's my friend. She tells me what she wants. I don't, you know, and there's none of that. And I, uh, yeah, no, I love it. And it's, or when they, I know, no, we know who we're talking about, but like when one of our kiddos, like our great peer model, like imitates the other child and mm-hmm. the child does it back. And you see that finally that joint intention or that mm-hmm. interaction that we've been trying to establish all year, you know, right. and that we just have this little guy that just totally helped him meet one of his goals because, yeah. you know what I mean? And because he just did exactly what he did and wanted to be like him and you know, maybe made the same vocals that he did or maybe made the same gestures that he did and they just took it and they ran and we played imitating with each other. It was awesome. Yeah. No, I was cute at the very, right before our schools got shut down, I was in a classroom with one of my, he's one of my newer students. So he'd only gotten like two months of school and then was like, okay, well, extended summer break. Um, So he's, baby, you know, this little guy, and he had just started getting acclimated to his classroom. And I was in the classroom working with him and um, he kind of liked to be in his own space in his own corner or whatever. And there was, I don't know how I got a hold of a blanket, but there was a blanket there for some reason. <laughs> and so I started a game of peekaboo with him. And um, all of a sudden, like one of two, two little peers came around the corner and were like, Oh, like they heard him laughing and they wanted to be the ones to make him laugh. They didn't want me to do it, (laughs) but it was so cute because then it turned into this little game with them. And then I tried to get back into it and then he didn't want anything to do with me. (laughs) And I was like, well, okay, my 20 minutes is up, but like, I got to keep watching this because this is awesome. You're doing more with them than me. Uh Um, yeah. I feel like our greatest successes are with other students. Mm-hmm. Yes. And and the icing on the cake is just like it totally melts our heart. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Just watching it. Do that again. Right. right. Or when we're all in the room and we see it happen, and the three, like if the three of us, for instance, are in there and we're like looking at each other, like you see it, I see it, you see it. Okay. Right. <laughs> this is I, happening. Well, I saw that right. No, I mean, I love that we just kind of know, like, I think it's because our brains all come together, all three of us, but, like, we just know, like, okay, go grab that kid, go do it with this kid, this kid, right? this kid. like, you know, and I love that we see so much, like, mm-hmm. when we allow the kids to teach, Yeah, you know? mm-hmm. and yeah. it's, it's yeah. so empowering for them, and, um, eh, yeah, I could just speak about how awesome it is, and I, and I think, and I don't want to like get super negative at all, but we do find ourselves in sticky situations, especially when, um, you know, our kids, we only get them for about two years and then they have to go to kindergarten and we don't do that. So we have to send them on to a kindergarten classroom. And it just, it just so happens that in our district, as much as we can try and promote that inclus- inclusion or at least have like, try to give ways that they could maybe have some inclusive strategies. Um, it's hard for us to be able to send them into what we would want to say is a maybe gen ed kindergarten classroom where they still have all those peers um, when on paper on an IEP an eligibility category and present levels of performance might not look like they and I, I put this in quotes because I don't believe this but to the other team might they might say well they don't really belong in this setting um, and that's where I think you know, 
it's like, okay, this is where I get on a soapbox and I'm like, you all need to be inclusive or just not come to work tomorrow. Um, but I do think that's when we find it to be hard because otherwise it's so amazing and so beautiful and we want, we want everyone to do it. We want everybody to experience it. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what it is though. It's that um, there's so many people that have not experienced it. So they don't know firsthand how amazing it could be and how well it does work for the children. Yeah. Yeah. And that, oh, I was gonna say that's a really good point. Cause I'm, I get very much like passionate and emotional, but it is true. It's, it's that lack of experience and the lack of knowledge. And yeah, because if you fear you don't have enough support in the classroom, you fear you might not have enough of the skills in the classroom. Like I still do. I mean, I've been teaching 12 years and I get a new kiddo, I read a new IEP and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, like, I hope I could reach, like, I hope I'm enough for this kid. Like, I hope I could help them meet their goals, things like that. You know what I mean? So I mm -hmm. think um, inclusion is sometimes could be scary for others because oh, they yeah. are scared they don't have the support. Um, yes. You know, so um, I see both sides, but of course, I'm right, oh, there. Yeah. I'm right there with you um, preaching about inclusion. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all are. I think, I, I think if anybody was going to lead a uh, pro inclusion rally around here, it'd be the three of us at the, at the at the head of the parade. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, it it is, and I think you know, I mean, I, and like you, Christiane, it's like I get okay. I'll be honest with you guys. I might have already told you this, but I didn't know what inclusion was until our preschool program. I just said yes to preschool because I wanted to work with little kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I and, had no idea either when I started. Yeah. And then I remember um, sitting down at the end of my first full year of work after I'd gotten told by our special director, like, okay, you're going to preschool. Um, I sat with the two other preschool speech pathologists and they were like, okay, so this is what our program looks like. This is how we run it. But obviously you'll be at your own site. Um, and then I went in and that's actually Christian. When I met you, I went in just to check out like your guys' site and meet you guys. Yeah. And, um, I was looking at some of the stuff or no, I, okay, this, but the speech pathologist that was like kind of showing me around my new room was like, oh, and there's bite guards here if you need them. And, <laughs> and she was showing me some things and I was like, wait, okay, cool. <laughs> like, I just like didn't say anything. And then um, I asked my supervisor later, um, I was like, okay, can you like, what is this preschool program? Like, you know, are, are like what, um, Am I going to have like kids that are maybe like a little bit more involved? Yeah. Like, do I have bite? Like, and she's like, oh yeah, it's a full inclusion program. I was like, oh, I don't know. It's like any of this, like, I think, and a part of it too, um, a part of just not knowing, but a part of it was like, oh, but that makes sense. Like, okay. Yeah. That's how it should be. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was just so like, you know, but I, I didn't know uh, that, that, that was the thing in our uh -huh. district until I got placed after I said yes. Um, <laughs> so I didn't even like know what I was saying yes to. Right? Well, I'm glad you said yes. I'm I, so glad I said yes. I was so excited. I remember I saw you at an IEP meeting and then I found mm -hmm. out you were the new one. I was like, yes, I loved her at the IEP meeting. Like I didn't even know you at the time. <laughs> got in on a meeting with you. 
think it was a transition meeting. It was a transition meeting. I remember that meeting because I was, I was actually, so, it's just tangent, but I was uh, supposed to be at another site that day because I split sites my first year. And they called me like the morning of the IEP and were like, hey, we need you to come over here to this school and, and do a transition meeting. And I was like, okay, <laughs> sure. And I got there. Oh, this is fun. I got there and the secretary of that school, which I worked at two days a week, the whole school year, she acted like she didn't know me and was like, can you sign in? And I was like, my, I'm wearing my badge. Like, <laughs> Just tell me what room to go to. Um, I was, yeah, that was fun. That was a fun moment. So I feel like I was super flustered in that meeting, but I totally remember meeting you and being like, okay, I feel, I feel all right about this. <laughs> I did. Yeah. I, that was, I remember that day. But yeah, no, that was, it was good times. Good times. But, but yeah, I like, I like all those answers. I'm trying to see if I have any other, um, we kind of touched on everything. See, this is why I like to do conversational stuff because I'm like, I have all these little questions just to make sure we hit them, but I think we touched it because I just, I wanted to make sure that like we talk about, um, you know, the importance of what we do and why we do it. And um, in case any programs out there looking to, uh, to be more inclusive, come to us because <laughs> we love it. <laughs> um. But to kind of wrap everything up, this is a fun little thing I'm doing. I'm trying to make it uh, not too, I don't know, general. Um, but I'm doing, obviously, because I'm me, I'm doing a little gratitude. Like, okay, what are you grateful for? To end everything. I love it. But <laughs> we're going to do it uh, in, a, like, I'm trying to give little, like, themes. So, like, with Jennifer, it was like, what foods are you grateful for? Because, <laughs> like. Why not? But um, for us, we could do, okay, so we're all like doing this social distancing thing, which like, yay. Um, but, <laughs> um, but what did I write? Oh, yes. So I want you each to tell me what you've been most grateful for during this whole quarantine or social distancing thing. So like if there's one or two things, um, that you found that you're like, but you know what? I'm so grateful for this. I know it's rough, but um, yeah. So you could pick. I don't care who goes first. I'll go last. Uh, <laughs> okay, like about like work wise or about life in general. Any? No, it could be life in general. We've talked a lot about work. It's up to you though. Okay. Well, I mean, I kind of have a lot, so I'll, I'll go tell. Do I'll tell. Uh, <laughs> I love how I feel like life has slowed down a bit. Um, yeah. I, as much as I, you know, miss my everyday life and I miss seeing my family and friends, um, I just love how it's slowed down and I love how it's like the little things that, um, we are seeing how important it is. I love being outside with my kids till mm -hmm. eight o'clock at night because, you know, if we're not in bed by eight 30, it's going to be okay. Cause we don't have school the next day as much as I would love them to go to school, you know, um, yeah. I love how much time I'm spending with my husband and with my kids. Um, but it's just kind of really making me slow down and it's making me realize, you know, things that we thought was so important or things that we are, you know, life's so busy that maybe it's not like, maybe we could slow it down a notch, you know, like take it down a notch. And, and then what else, another thing is, um, as hard as social, like distance learning has been, um, 
I'm going to take it back to you guys and be corny. I'm grateful for you guys. Like, I love that after every meeting or every stressful situation, like I could just FaceTime you guys and right away you guys were there and <laughs> we could vent or we could, you know, laugh about something that happened or we could just pick each other up. Um, mm-hmm. That's been really nice to see the support um, during this time because it's, it's been a difficult transition. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> words right out of my mouth. <laughs> um, no, I, I would have to agree as hard as it's been, like just being able to kind of take a, take a breath and not, not be like rushing to go get to work. Um, rushing to get lunches ready for the next day, rushing to take a shower, brush our teeth, go to, I don't know, just, we've been able to definitely slow down in that aspect. And that's been really, really kind of nice. Um, yeah, we could sleep in a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, I think just more family time and, um, and I love, you know, everybody's outdoors more now. So it's yeah. nice. I feel like it's like when we were growing up, like everybody's yeah. outdoors. And, um, and I think that's really cool. I think not just for my family, but I think, I think for a lot of families, it's been really good. Absolutely. Um, and kind of a blessing too. Um, and then, yeah, I, I pretty much was thinking the same thing. Like just, I think that um, our distance learning was, complete surprise and like what the heck is distance learning but we figured it out like we just you know we just did it like I'm gonna cry like I feel like it was really really hard but we like just taught ourselves how to do everything really fast and we all came together and made it happen and yeah so I think that just how great our program is yeah yeah I mean we just basically took everything we do as far as you know collaborating together and making again making sure like okay well our kids need us no matter what Mm -hmm. um and just like boom okay fine you know like this is I'll figure out how um we can be hands on over the computer I can't even remember how many hours did we spend that first like Zoom call that we had. We were on like Zoom for two hours. And then I know I was on my website trying to figure things out for like four hours the rest of the day. I don't know. I, I still, at days from that, at, from that point, like we're was spending hours on the computer. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like every morning waking up with headaches after being on my computer all day. Ugh. But we did it. And cool. yeah. No. Good job, team. Woohoo. Um, well, and then I guess I'll just, I, I can't like, that's, I have same things. <laughs> like, I just, I realized how, like, I knew I was always grateful for our team. Um, but it was just like, I remember like the third week of all this being like, wow. Like I knew I loved it. I knew I loved my job. I knew I was grateful to go to work and see you ladies every day. But then I was like, I can't believe how awesome you guys are. I'm so grateful that I'm a part of, and, and I know like, I'm so grateful I'm a part of our team that we have at our preschool site. Um, because it made my life a little bit easier just to have you guys to lean on. I think that was just so, I don't know, 
so good. And it makes me, I'm like, I'm like sad, but I'm happy to know that like, no matter what, like that's so real. Um, cause it's so important to have when things go crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, each other's back. yeah. Um, and I think that just like goes along with, I'm grateful for kind of the strength of like I've seen in like my friendships and my relationships because it's been a change and a hard thing. Um, the other day, somebody on Instagram was like saying like, what's one thing you've enjoyed in this like slowness of life. And the first thing I thought of was like, Oh, like getting to cuddle with Mark on the couch on a Saturday night. Cause we never got to do that. I mean, and like, he can't hear me cause he's making music right now, but, <laughs> but, um, you know, just like little things like that where like, like you said, awesome. yeah, all those little things that even the things we've get to do, you know, like, I'm like, oh yeah, like this is, we do this, but it's like slower and it's nicer. Yeah. Um, yeah. but those things that like, I'm like, oh, we never get to be together on Saturdays and now we are, it's amazing. So yeah, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, Aww. sorry to make you guys cry. No, <laughs> well, it's, it's good. It is good. It's good, good to have a to reflect sense. on what we are grateful for. Yeah, no, I love, I love reflecting, you know, me. Yes, love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, thank you guys for doing this. Yeah. Um, I'm going to stop the recording. I don't know. You, we can stay on for as long as you guys want. I know you might need to get to bed, but <laughs> But I will say thank you and uh, bye to the listeners. Yeah. So thank you guys for joining. All right. Thank you all so much for listening and sharing in our celebrations of how awesome uh, it is to work together and collaborate together, but also just listening in and kind of um, listening to three different perspectives on inclusion, even though we all kind of have a similar foundation for what we, we know to be inclusion. Uh, Christine and Christy, uh, Starbucks on me next time. And uh, for all of you listening, thank you from the bottom of my heart. It means so much to me to have this community um, of, you know, fellow speech pathologists, teachers and parents um, supporting one another and learning more as we go. Uh, as always, you can find me over on Instagram at thanks Morris. And then you can also find me on my website, thanksmorris.com. If you ever have any questions for me or want to pose a new topic, or maybe you have something you want to share and uh, would like to be on the podcast, go to thanksmorris.com and go to my contact page where you can send me an email. Um, And that way we can connect and we can, you know, talk about some more things. Um, You're also welcome to DM me on Instagram. Um, uh, I'm frequently checking. (laughs) All right. Thank you, friends. I hope you have a beautiful day or night um, and that you're having fun wherever you are.